Welcome to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show, the weekly mental ed show for high achieving women professionals. Today we're talking about building more trust with yourself. Last week we talked about reinvention. We talked about reignition and reigniting the new version of yourself. And I think so many people can make that more challenging and more difficult than it really needs to be. And I want to make it so simple for all of us because in my own journey, I've realized how hard I was making it and how easy it really can be. Okay. So this episode is going to be fun. This is about building more trust with yourself. This is a this is a topic that I used to suck at so bad because I never was taught. I never was taught how to trust myself and I always looked to other people to build that within myself. And so I have some really practical tips for you today. Not like our other episodes this month. This is really an episode that you're going to want to take notes in and revisit and apply these tools to your life, okay? So building trust with yourself, 101, so important because when you are able to build that rapport and build that trust with you, you're gonna build that confidence. You're gonna build that inner wisdom. You're gonna build better decision-making skills. You're gonna build stronger relationships because you have that belief and that trust and that confidence in you. And that's a really powerful thing to have. You're going to know what you want, what you like, and what you want out of life. And that comes from going within. So we're going to talk about how to build more trust with you. Take notes, come back, revisit this episode. You guys are going to absolutely love what we have to say today. The first is practicing mindfulness. This is something that I practice every single day. And it is a topic that is very surfacy and very new agey and very popular, if you will. And it sounds very cute. But the reality is, is that when you apply mindfulness to your life and you really engage in a morning routine where you're able to go within. And for me, you guys know I'm Christian and I am just so amazed at what God has done and God is doing in my life. And so when I practice mindfulness, it is definitely a blend of prayer time, scripture reading, and also allowing my mind and my body just to rest, just to think and to, to really organize my internal well-being. So it's a combination of both of those. And you can use mindfulness in whatever way feels good for you, but your ability to quiet your mind and to have that self-awareness and to fully be present with yourself and, and with your body, it is going to allow you to hear that subtle whisper and the discernment of, for me, God's voice and my voice, right? The, the voice of truth instead of listening to those lies. So practicing that mindfulness, so incredibly important. Number two, listening to your body. So this tip is something that I learned from a massive 10-year season of just ignoring my body. I would numb things out by just ignoring pains, ignoring physical sensations like anxiety attacks, panic attacks, and headaches, any kind of discomfort or ease that my body would offer me I would find something to take my mind off it so I couldn't feel it. And that ended in a, you know, massive season of complete burnout, of 
a bottomed out immune system of years and years and years of anxiety and of panic because I didn't listen to my body when it was giving me hints and clues along the way. So begin to pay attention to what your body is saying. Don't push through it and ignore it and move on to what's next, but listen. And for me, a a really tricky part in this was learning how to rest. I had a really hard time when my body would tell me to rest or to slow down, or if it had an ache or a pain or, you know, whatever it is. I mean, there's sometimes where you you just got to plow through it and I get that, but not when it becomes habitual. And that in itself is when it becomes dangerous for both your inner well-being and your outer well-being. So being able to listen to your body is huge. Number three is journaling. I am a huge proponent of journaling. I just grabbed these little books. If you're watching online, I'm going to show you this. This is a book that I accidentally left outside in the rain. (laughs) So the pages are not soaking wet anymore, but they definitely got wet in water. And it is just Target. It is a three subject bound notebook that I had gone through three of these this year. And I don't read them when they're done. I will go back and I'll read through them as I'm as I'm writing in them. And once I'm done with that notebook, I throw it away. I know some people who go back and read them, some people who go back and you know look through things. I don't. I work through stuff, I write stuff out, thoughts, feelings. You know, I can see patterns and I can see habits and I can kind of connect these dots. And it's just that's so profound when you're able to get out of your head and get things onto paper. And to be able to connect those dots, y'all, is huge. And, and journaling allows us to do that. So creating space for that, no matter how busy you think you are, journaling is going to be one of your superpowers. Which leads me to our next point of quieting the noise. Who wants to go to Costa Rica? We are going to Costa Rica with 30 like-minded women, December 1st through 6th for an exclusive, luxurious jungle experience. Friends, this is the first retreat of its kind. We are going to have a beautiful week-long women's retreat built out for you and 30 other besties to experience soul transformation. We're going to have holy yoga for you every single day, workshops, trainings, sloths, waterfalls, Costa Rican adventures for you to reignite your soul's passion to live your life to its fullest. So for more information and to get on the list or to get your ticket, scroll down to today's show notes and click on the Costa Rica button to learn more information about our live women's retreat in the beautiful jungle of Costa Rica on December 1st through 6th, 2023. Okay. So being able to find space in your day for silence and stillness and decreasing those noise and those distractions and just stimulation from technology, from music, from cars, from television, from children. We always have these external just stimulants all the time. And so my challenge for you is to learn how to quiet that noise, to learn how to quiet the distractions that are around you. And when we do that, it's going to feel awkward at first, but this internal resilience and this internal strength and this internal ability for you to be able to get clear and to hear is so profound. And so it does take intentional effort, but try it. 
make the time to quiet that noise. And one of the ways too that we can do this is when you're driving. I am a huge proponent for tuning into growth, personal growth and development while you're driving, whether it's through a podcast or an audiobook or whatever. You guys have heard me talk about that. It is not a new concept. However, I found myself choking myself out with personal development, with personal growth. It's like anytime I was out running or driving, I thought I always had to fill my tank with some kind of growth, with some kind of strategy, with some kind of educational tool. And I would say my time now is probably split 50-50. 50% of the time I, when I'm driving, I'm engaging in some kind of personal growth or development. And the other 50, I'm just thinking. I am decompressing. I am visualizing. I am practicing becoming that next version of myself. And the way in which I decide that, if I'm going to tune into growth or tune into in here, is based on how I'm feeling in that moment. Again, learning how to trust me, learning how to trust you. Try it. Next one is looking at your initial impression and trusting this. This is that intuition, right? When you are faced with a decision, when you are faced with a response, when you are faced with whatever, trust your initial response, trust your initial gut reaction, because that reaction is going to hold invaluable insights. Trust it, start practicing that. And that also leads me to my next point of reflecting on past experiences. Okay. So when you're able to look back and see where you made strong decisions and you were quote unquote right and how you believe to respond how you responded in that that's huge so being able to analyze as to what you felt and and how the situation unfolded is really important for the way in which you gain confidence in building that intuition with yourself the next two are looking at engaging in creative activities. So this one is so important and I love it so much because as adults, somewhere along the line, we forgot how to play. We forgot how to do things and activities that ignite our soul, you know, whether it's drawing or playing, you know, sports or music or travel or outdoor adventures or riding a bike or whatever it is, things that really help you tap into that creative flow. We lose that. So practice that, rediscover that joy that fills you up as an adult and engage in that. And when you're, when you're able to do that, you're going to tap into this creativeness and this excitedness and this ability for you to think clearly and forward, like this very forward thinking movement that you've never done before, or you haven't done for a very long time. And then the last two is practicing decisiveness and trusting yourself. We're going to close up with what this whole episode is about. Practice decisiveness. Practice it. Make a small decision based on that intuitive hunch that you have. Because the more you act on it, the more you're going to learn to distinguish those intuitive signals. And the stronger they get in your day-to-day life, both personally and professionally. Practice that decisiveness. And lastly, practice trusting yourself. You can build this self-trust by believing in your abilities to make good, strong judgment calls, to make good, strong, intuitive decisions. Because when you start to practice doubt and you feed that doubt, it can cloud and block those intuitive channels. It can fuel that fire of more doubt. 
what we focus on grows in our life. And so you can either focus and fuel that trust or you can focus and fuel that doubt. Either way, it's a decision that you are making. So as we close today, ask yourself what it would be like to create this space for you to practice a more intuitive, trusting relationship with yourself. What would it be like for you to trust your immediate impressions? You know, even if they don't have that clear, logical explanation, what would it be like for you to begin to trust that process, for you to eliminate that overthinking, for you to practice letting go of just this excessive psychoanalysis and, and you know, over everything and just to really allow your intuition and your thoughts and your beliefs to guide you and to pull you forward. This takes time. This takes practice. This takes patience and persistence. It is like building a new skill. It is like building a new muscle. And the whole idea is that you show up every day and practice it, put in the reps over and over and over again. And that is how you begin to build that trust with you. All right. It is 4.48. I got to go. I love you guys. Practice that trust. Practice that intuition. Practice that belief in making strong decisions. If you love this, take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram, tag me. I'm going to reshare it and repost it for you in my stories. And I want you guys to get out there and practice this. All right. I'll see you back here next week. I love you guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. Remember, every week is an opportunity for you to grow the leader within. 